talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> And then I'm talking <laughs> No, but wait, wait, I have something for him. Boom, you get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales Podcast. Concentrate on the news. It's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong with black and welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History Eerie Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Moses Soria, and with me to my right is my brother Josh. Yo, what's going on? And to the left is nobody, because today is a mini episode, where it's just going to be me and my younger brother. And today's episode is going to be none other than a spooky episode, where we're going to be talking about the origin of two Halloween staples. The famous haunted house and the origins of trick or treating. So we've all read and heard the horror stories of the Great Depression and learning about the economic and social changes that affected every aspect of American life. Going from 15 million Americans being unemployed and about half the banks in the country shitting the bed to the country turning it around by implementing the New Deal, which created jobs by building dams and introducing the Social Security Act, which provided Americans unemployment, disability and pensions for the old age. I didn't know that, that security that the security numbers came because of the depression. Yeah, that was weird. But did you know that a staple of American culture came out of the Great Depression? No, I'm not talking about the car radio or the tampon or the chocolate chip cookie, all which were invented during the Great Depression. Really? Yeah. Chocolate chip cookie, the car radio, car radio, and, and tampon, the, and the tampons. I wonder what was the idea on that part. I mean, they had a lot of time on their hands. Hmm. I'm talking about the haunted house attraction. Sure, Monopoly is cool and the electric razor is a lifesaver, but they are not as iconic as the haunted house to other things that came out of the Great Depression. The game Monopoly and the electric razor. So let's backtrack a bit to the very beginning. So Halloween used to be a holiday where the adults drank and boys could be boys. A night where Lil Timmy and his friends could fuck off, blow off some steam, and steal people's gates off their hinges to stealing dead fucking bodies. Yeah, yeah, I was reading on that. And I'm like, fucking Halloween was just a whole night of fucking little shits being <laughs> just pieces of shit. You know? That's fucked up. And this was a tradition that dates back to the very early days of celebrating Halloween. In 1879, 200 boys in Kentucky, they stopped the train by laying down on the tracks. 200 of them. You know, the first one in line was the most nervous. <laughs> I think the first 50 should. <laughs> and then. Did they, they get got? No, they just, yeah, no, they just stopped the train and they. The tra- Did the got train stop Yeah, time? it stopped. It stopped in time. That's. And then in the year 1900, students at the University of Michigan, they stole a headless corpse from the anatomy lab and propped it up against the building's front doors. Damn, real <laughs> they just a got real a corpse. Yeah. Fucking just put it in front of the doors <laughs> to the building. But like always, you give someone an inch, they take a fucking mile. And shit hit the fan in 1933. Because you could have sworn the Lakers won another title by the way these fucking kids were reacting. 
hundreds of kids were flipping cars over. They were sawing down wow. telephone poles. Wow. You're gonna go there. You're gonna go there. They huh? just wreaked havoc everywhere. It was like a Lakers. It was like a Lakers championship parade all over the country. Obviously, a lot of this was just built-up frustration of the times that just came spewing out of them, which resulted in hundreds of kids blowing off some steam in what infamously became known as the Black Halloween. So some cities, they were so fucking fed up that they actually considered banning the holiday because Halloween suddenly turned into a dangerous holiday. Halloween went from innocent pranks to just downright dangerous, like just a dangerous day. It went from kids stealing the gates from barn doors to let out the livestock, just like hee hee, watching all the cows and the farmers running around that fucking farm trying to put the cows and goats back. And even then, yeah, and even then, yeah, that's so, how you get <laughs> the kids didn't get a check, bro. So to like lighting a cabbage on fire and shoving it, shoving of shoving as much of the cabbage into a keyhole so you could stink up the whole house. Jeez. To removing manhole covers and putting up fake signs around town. Like, oh, if you want to go here, make a right. If you want to go here, make a left. Just confusing the shit out of people. That was like the boys will be boys kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And then they just got more dangerous and, and mean-spirited. Because now they just started deflating tires, driving around and throwing bags of ashes to people. Where they got these ashes from, I have no idea. And just, just setting fires on people's yards. Like there was incidents where kids would just have like these bags of ashes, like these two, three pounds of ashes, riding around in a car and just chucking them at people walking in the street. Just throwing ash at people. Just literally just ashing people. So eventually things turned deadly with a few incidents. With one being a man who was tripped, drew his revolver, and shot dead one of the boys. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey. So the thing was, he was <laughs> so the thing was, he was on the sidewalk, and there was one kid to the right of his, to where he was walking, and the kid to the left, and they had like a trip wire. Yeah. So when he was walking, they would just pull it, and he would trip over it. Well, his foot tripped, got mad, and just bah. Hey. Got got. <laughs> look, look, look. You said it was an old man. Yeah, it was an older man. Older man. Yeah. He thought he was gonna get jumped. He did. He probably right, did. Right. Two on one. He got scared. I you fell. take out your biggest weapon you got. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately for the kids, it was a goddamn revolver. So, uh, shit. So, luckily for us, communities all around the country realized that banning the holiday wouldn't do shit. They're like, if we're just going to tell them not to do it, they're just going to go overboard. They're like, all right, fuck it. We're not supposed to do it. They just do shit we wanted to do anyways. So, instead, they all agreed that in order for things to calm down, and keep the kids out of the streets they needed to keep them busy so they started to organize trick or treating parties costume parades and haunted houses so here's what a pamphlet for creating a haunted house in 1937 read hang old fur strips of raw liver on the walls where one feels his way to dark steps Weird moans and howls come from dark corners. Damp sponges and hairnets hung from the ceiling, touching their faces. Doorways are blocked so that guests must crawl through a long, dark tunnel. So these are pamphlets, people just hanging out. Like, look, just make a haunted house here to keep the kids busy. This is the easiest way to do it. 
Just do it like this. And yeah, just... stop fucking up my lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And just do it in the house. And yeah. it was cool because, like, the, like, there were some communities where, like, all right, this whole block is going to be a haunted house. So you start from one end. And you continue to go from one, you go from the basement to the second floor to the backyard to the other neighbors go up oh. to us. So it's just like a whole block thing. So it's all connected. Yeah, it was all connected. It was a whole block. It was a whole block. Whole block. Sometimes it would be like two or three houses, but there sometimes where it's just like a whole block. Like that's the like the haunted maze, like the haunted trails. Yeah. Like she was like she, she like that seems cool in theory, like for us, but like organ. I don't know. As an adult, it seems like a hassle. Like. Do I have to, like I gotta risk my house? Yeah, 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 yeah. For hundreds of fucking pieces, for hundreds of pieces of shit. You know they all bought revolvers too. <laughs> they just look. They just had a flash. The out. guy did what we all thought of doing. We all we all thought of we doing. all thought of doing, but he did it. I've been on both ends too, cause right, like we, we've all well, been pieces. Some, we've all been pieces of shit. Not to that degree. Yeah, but you're right. I can trip an old man <laughs> just thinking. <laughs> Fucking, you're right. You're right. You're you right. know, I got more sense than that. So the idea for the haunted house was exciting, but it wasn't breaking new ground. Mm-hmm. Europe had a history of spooky attractions, like London's Wax Museum's Chamber of Horror. Have you ever been to a Wax Museum in Vegas? How's that? Eh. Which is the one you went with? Um, with all the other guys uh, for the Egyptian one. Oh, that was just the Egyptian. That was just their... Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Never mind, never mind. mind. I thought it was part of, like, wax as well. So, American haunted houses were nowhere near as elaborate as the Chamber of Horror. Like, this Chamber of Horror was this wax museum, and they had, like, a section called the Chamber of Horror where they would have depictions of murders, right? Of real case. Of real case murders, but, like, of royalty, like, the kings getting beheaded and, like, you know, things of that nature. So, you'd go to the Chamber of Horrors, and you'd see... Scenes from history played out in wax form, so it was oh, really gory. Brutal. Yeah, it was really gory and that's, like oh shit, and like really okay. top notch. Yeah, so like I said, the American houses they weren't near as elaborate as the Chamber of Horror though. They were all small. They were all like small non-profit attractions held by each community. Like there was no over. Like it wasn't like a government thing. You just like if Libyan wants to have a haunted house community then we'll have to put up the money so like hey let's do these three houses we'll give you guys each a thousand dollars for you guys to decorate your houses make a maze from inside and out and that way we would just that way we could keep the kids busy yeah it would just it's going from community to community to community but it wasn't until 1969 when the haunted house went from a youth center attraction to becoming a cultural icon and a staple of the holiday can you guess why the haunted house attraction went from just being this like little local thing to being like the iconic Halloween thing? For Halloween, haunted for Halloween house being the two words, two words, two words on why haunted houses became the cultural the epitome, the epitome the, of, yeah. of of Halloween of Halloween. Two words. Can I get can I, can I get the letter of the first word? I'll give you. It's a name. It's a name. Two, it's a name. It's the a two name. words is a name. Yep. First and last. First and last. First and last. First name starts with W. W. Fuck you. I don't know who. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. Walt Disney. That's son of a bitch, for real. Yeah. So fourteen years after oh, what? Di- so fourteen years after Disneyland opened, Walt Disney he spent two years building the iconic haunted mansion, modeled in the style of two inf- of of a few infamous houses. 
like the Winchester House. It took two years building it, and Disney's Haunted Mansion was a ridiculously big hit with 82,000 people having passed the Haunted Mansion in one day. In one day. People just went. 82,000. People just went to Disneyland for the fucking Haunted Mansion. Makes sense. Here's a little excerpt about how, why Walt Disney, why the heart, why the Haunted Mansion was such a appeal to like the community. What made the Haunted Mansion so successful and so influential, however, was not its similarity to haunted houses and dark rides of the past but it's use of startling new technologies and effects. Ghosts were no longer simply sheets hung in a tree, but were instead actual shimmering translucent figures that moved, spoke, and sang. A witch wasn't just a rubber-masked figure bent over a fake cauldron, but a completely realistic, a bodily-less head floating in a crystal ball conducting a complex seance. So it went from being like this little low key, little cheap dollar haunted house thing to like Walt Disney being like, hold my beer. And he, he said, hold my he beer. Said, hold my beer. And they held it for I run this bitch. And he transformed it into what the, the iconic hard haunted mansion that it is today. And it was from this that the haunted mansion began to spread across the country. From there, people are like, Oh, that's what we could do with this. He showed, he raised the bar. Everyone's like, oh, all right, cool. We got it. And it just sparked, just went crazy. Like, for example, here in Orange County, Knott's Berry Farm, they began hosting its, like, own Halloween haunted mazes and, like, haunted horror houses just because of Disneyland. Disneyland's, yeah. like, basically across the street from it. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, all right, we could do it. And then we've all heard or seen about these haunted houses from all over the country where you need to sign a waiver. Yeah. They took it like, all right, let's take it to the next level. But haunted houses hit the peak in the early 80s and 90s when Hollywood began to churn out the titans of terror back to back to back with Halloween, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare on Elm Street. If you went to a haunted house in the 80s and the early 90s, you would have seen a lot of Freddy Krueger, Jason, Pinhead. The haunted house industry literally followed the movie industry at that time. That was the president of Haunted Houses Association, Larry Kirchner. That's what he said about the whole era, that whole era. And ever since then, haunted mansions in America have become more and more elaborate. And it's estimated that there are thousands of of haunted house attractions all over the country. Yeah. All over the country. All over the country. And it's fun scaring people. It is. Remember that remember, one time? Yeah, uh, yeah. We we became the, the little attraction there on... We were just handing out candy. We were bored and you, somehow you managed... You grabbed... Somehow I, you grabbed a chainsaw. Chainsaw. My uncle's chainsaw took off the... The blades. The actual chain on it. Um... Duty, our cousin had Leatherface, I think the mask or Michael Myers. I put on a butcher's uh, apron, apron, and uh, 
And I went half. You were literally and chasing people. Because, like, all right, so my aunt's house was on the corner of a big cross street. Right? Yeah. It's a huge cross street. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a main street, not a main street in terms of like there's businesses, but it has, it's a main street that crosses through that little part of the neighborhood. So there's always traffic. Yeah. You know always, what I mean? Always. There's always traffic. So there was literally no, I think no one else was passing down candy in like in that little area, but because it's a high frequent traffic area, people, people would just pass through there. They'll just pass through there. And we were just bored and we were the only house handing out candies. We were at my cousin's house. And we were just literally, we weren't doing anything. We were just like, oh, trick or treat. Oh, hey, oh, cute costume here. It'll be funny if you guys put on the blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and then this was like, and then this asshole just puts on the apron and literally starts chasing people like what? up the street, like what? for hundreds <laughs> of feet. Well, yeah, because you guys dressed up as. Um, we're the killer clowns of outer space. Yeah, the, yeah, so just six foot. Two, three dudes just chilling in the front yard looking at you. So when they come in, now the thing about my aunt's house at the time, she had all these bushes and uh, greenery that that would hide me, right? So I'm in between that. I'll be doing that 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 high pitch. Oh, that's right, you're shrieking like a girl that was getting murked or whatever. So I, I I could see everyone in the front, but they couldn't see me. And all they heard was that, and then they see you guys. So their attention was on us. Yeah, and then the second they entered, right? The second they entered, right? If if they enter, if they had the balls to enter and get past you guys, right? They think they were safe because they go to the front door, they get the candies, and the second their back will face me, that's when I would turn on the chainsaw. And that was loud as <laughs> shit. And they look to the right or left, and they just see nothing but bush and that mini palm tree that was barely growing yeah so, so they hear that coming and then they see my big ass right my tall ass come out from there running so they start running the funniest part was <laughs> it was a couple a, like high school couple i chased them right the dude left his girl <laughs> ran into the car and locked the door nice right she caught up she's like what the Fuck! Nice. I, I put down the chainsaw. I gave her a little hug, like, damn, you just left her like that, girl. <laughs> Turned around and just walked back. Yeah, uh, like, but it was it was great. It was fun. It got to the point where like we were hearing people, is this the oh, house? Yeah, this is, is this the house? house? Exactly, exactly. And then they'll get a candy and then and people just start screaming. Yeah, so I can imagine how big, right? Walt Disney made that haunted house, right? Oh, this place, this place, eighty-two thousand in one day. We had what, like, fifteen people? Yeah, prop tops. So yeah. And to think that at one point, haunted houses were nothing more than a way to just distract kids and basically just keep them off the streets. Have you ever wondered why in the fuck do we dress in costumes and knock on strangers' doors for hours on end asking for treats? Have you ever wondered that? Like, why the fuck are we... Like, what's the meaning behind it? Why why, why is trick-or-treating a fucking thing? I don't know, but I love it. (laughs) I used to love it. I still love it. I I mean, now we pass out candy. 
Yeah. We don't go out and get the candy. I still do. Last hour. <laughs> I don't even dress up. I'm just talking house. Hey, trick or treat. Oh, fuck are you? Don't worry about to give me candy. So for the most part, we all know Halloween is the Celtic festival of Samhain, just gentrified by Christians. The Celts believe that the dead will return on Samhain, October 31st, and for this sacred night, the Celts would gather around bonfires and offer sacrifices and pay homage to the dead. It was during these celebrations that some Celts would disguise themselves in costumes made of animal skins to drive away unwanted ghosts. Then, as time went on, Celts began dressing themselves as ghosts, demons, and all sorts of malevolent creatures, and just wilding out for food and drinks, and this is where the whole trick-or-treating thing comes in. It hmm. piggybacks on something the Celts did during the Middle Ages called mumming. What? Mumming. Mumming? Like exactly. mummy? Yeah. Just with ing? With ing. Yeah, okay. Mumming. So, mummery... Mummy has uh -huh. literally nothing to do with mummies, right? Nothing to do with mummies. It just means that's misleading. It just means to wear a mask and disguise yourself to play a role or act in a certain way. Mummery is actually believed to be the root of all acting, since theatrical performances was the shit during the Middle Ages. Ah, so here's a perfect encapsulation. Of what mumming really is. Mummery is as old as man's dream of escaping the drudgery of daily life and as old as imagination. Carnival has its roots in mummery. Carnival spread from Florence, Italy, to South America, to New Orleans. And Mardi Gras. All the ceremonies had the same basic purpose to promote fertility or luck, and mummier and mummer players were originally part of the old fertility rites performed in midwinter and in the original May Day festivals. So the idea was to celebrate and encourage the bringing out of life back to the world. Mummer plays share many common elements, characters, and themes which correlate with gods from older pagan religions before Christianity. Hmm. For instance, they always have a cycle of death followed by a resurrection of magical or impossible means. They were also used to impose fear that winter would never end. Again, part of the seasonal cycle of spring and rebirth at important stages in the agricultural year. Costumed mummers made calls on friends. They exchanged gifts Frequently, the first sprouts of spring or evergreens in the winter when all other vegetation was sparse. It was customary for some of the winter gifts to bring wishes for a happy and fertile new year. You could say the first New Year's celebrant was a mummer. Because mumming was essentially a secret ritual, it was passed down orally, so most was lost. Performers didn't want to set down their texts because of superstitious beliefs that to do so would break their luck. Although mummer plays still survive in scattered places and are eagerly anticipated by the audiences, their newer Christian nature has totally transformed this pagan beginning. So basically, mummery 
mumming was this thing where people would celebrate the end of the year winter's coming let's celebrate it's a time where a lot of people were dying because the kid the, the cold was coming in so let's celebrate the life let's celebrate death and you know and that's and then christianity came in and then this well, they started bringing everybody in and to make everybody comfortable they just started bringing in those old traditions into christianity so like, yeah yeah don't worry about it just come on in we're gonna be doing it and mummery it's kind of basically what halloween is like what it is today you just wear your mask the other is muertos same thing you wear your mask you worship you don't worship the dead but you kind of celebrate the dead yeah. kind of pray for people and you know and things of that nature <clears throat> speaking of christians by the ninth century they had weaseled their ugly little holy hands into Celtic lands where they gentrified almost all pagan hold on, rites. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They, they what? They weaseled their what? They weaseled their ugly little holy hands. <laughs> Why are you going to say little holy hands? It just sounds funny. I just pictured Deadpool's hand now. That's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> when I was writing. She's weaseling. Okay, okay, carry on, carry on. It's fucking... Yeah, so they what? weaseled their ugly little holy hands into Celtic lands where they gentrified almost all pagan rites. And it was during the 1000 AD that the church decreed November 2nd, All Souls Day, which is a time for honoring the dead. The date and name might have changed, but it still resembled Sam Way, complete with bonfires and masquerades. So Mummery eventually helped spawn souling which was basically poor people visiting the houses of wealthier people wealthier families and they would receive a little special cookie this cookie is specifically made for this holiday and it's called a soul cake it looks really fucking good it looks soul really, cake a soul cake okay. so the poor family will go to the wealthy family's house the wealthier family will give these poor families a soul cake and an extreme and an exchange the poor family would pray for the homeowner's dead relatives. You know, so it's kind of like they go, here's a cookie, pray for my dead family, thank you, you could go to, you know, it's kind of like an exchange thing. Okay. So eventually kids took up souling and they would go door to door asking for treats such as food, money, and ale. The good old days. <laughs> Fucking ale? <laughs> oh, shit. We have the good old days. Hey, man, fuck some cookies, man. Give me some ale. <laughs> oh, sign me up on imagine, that. Imagine you go in, like, oh, can I get a, can Everyone's I get an IPA? <laughs> on drafts, please. <laughs> Are you picky as fuck? <laughs> Sir, you know you're the poor one, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Damn, that's crazy. That, that, who the fuck came up with the idea? Of what? Of, of souling, you know? I mean, that's what the Christians eventually yeah. renamed Mummery. Yeah, mummery. be like, yo, 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 you poor people come to the rich people's house, pray for their dead, and we'll give you a cookie. Yeah. Okay. Well, because, so, so basically, it changed, because remember, Christians, we believe in the afterlife. Yeah. Christians, yeah. They, Christians believe in the afterlife and things of that nature. So the prayer was. So the prayer was the big thing. Yeah. Like, oh, you pray, oh, you extra, pray for my family. Extra prayers for my family? Hell yeah. Here, have this fucking cookie. <laughs> just, that's what it was. And they oh, just, fuck yeah. Bob's going to heaven here. Have a fucking cookie. Okay. You know, or yeah. you could be be hilarious. You know, you have that aunt that you don't like, and you're like, here's the cookies. Don't pray for her. Uh -huh. Pray for everybody else. Yeah, but you know what I mean? do not pray for her. So then in Scotland and Ireland, 
Young people eventually took up the tradition of guising. So they turned souling into guising. Which was exactly like souling except for one minor detail. No more L. These little bastards, instead of praying for the dead, they would just sing a song, recite a poem, or just perform a trick for a treat. And that's where we think the origin for trick or treat comes from. Little kids would go up and they're like, you know what? I ain't gonna pray. I ain't praying for shit. Just give me, just give, me, just give me some snacks. Hey, yo, man, fuck your dad. I ain't praying for shit. He's dead anyways. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. If you fucked up in life, you fucked up in life. So a lot of kids would just go up and be like, hey, look, let me, you know, let me, you know, let me fucking spit this fucking forty-eight bar verse for you. Let me sing this Adele song. Or let me perform this trick. And they're like, all right, well, what are you going to do? Trick or treat? And like, trick for a treat. And then eventually, trick or treat. Ah. That's where some people assume that's where it came from. We're not entirely sure, but most likely, that's what it is. This is called guising. Uh, guising. So it went from mumming to souling to guising. To, now, trick or treating. Now, I wonder what the fuck the future's going to have in store. Because every time it keeps... Step it keeps going down the ladder. Shit keeps getting more and more lazy. Before it was just like you know, let's celebrate the dead. Let's let's all hang around bonfires. Everyone dance together to celebrate the dead. And then it went to hey, you know what? Let's go to people's houses. I'll pray for the dead. And you know, you give me bread, cool. And then it went to little kids going like, you know what? Just just, just give me my shit. Just just just, just, just give me my shit. It's gonna get to the point where we're gonna put uh, QR codes in our uh, front gate. You scan the code. Forty percent off Skittles. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> some, some, some shit. You know, <laughs> here's a coupon, assholes. Damn, I'll, I'll fucking egg that house, dude. Right? I don't know. A QR code. Imagine if someone gives you, you a QR. You could have gave me some Skittles, son. But imagine someone gives you a QR code for fifty percent off. I don't know some Ghost Energy drink. Obviously, yeah, that's different, though. Exactly. That's what I mean. That's like different. that's what we're gonna be doing. Just coupons, fuck it. Not even for fucking candy, just coupons for anything. Or like you know, this house is like a gamer house, and dude shows up. He's like, all right, oh, what's, the, what's the game you play? Here's here's a here's a here's a coup, here's a fucking card for like the coupons for headsets, controllers. Oh no, I was gonna say here's keep, here's two dollars for and get some GTA money or something. Dude, you can't buy shit. What? I, but you're gonna hand out headsets? For all the fucking people, you should not hand out anything. See, that's that's, see, that, see, that, that's see, what you're I, the guy. That's you're the guy I, who, who passes out old shitty candy. I don't pass out shit. Oh, but hypothetically do. speaking, that's you. You wouldn't be upset, but look. So yeah, that was today's episode. <laughs> it's a mini episode because you know it's just us two, and um, it's just us two. So it's not a lot for us to say. But coming on Halloween, we're gonna really we're gonna be releasing our creepy pasta episode. So wait for that episode to drop. You know that one. We're gonna be reading all sorts of stories. We're gonna have sound effects, music, th- things of that nature for you guys to play in the background while you're handing out candy or while you're taking your little ones out trick or treating and you want to fucking zone the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, please <laughs> do not zone out when you're taking your kids out. Don't don't be the only parent. No one goes by. You know, it's just like uh, some people do. I mean, if they need a break, they need a break, bro. If they need a break, they need a break. But, um, yeah, thanks a lot. Sorry this is for, sorry this is, this episode is not as long as our usual ones. But, you Stop know, it's still, it's, still, it's still a little fun one. Um, Stop saying sorry. Uh, uh, f- it's called Power Move, right? 
Just say thank you for your patience. You know? You know what? Just be Power glad. Move. No, I, I'm going to give you a boss. Be, be glad we gave you shit, all right? <laughs> there you go. That's the spirit. <laughs> Don't you ever apologize. So uh, with that being said, please add us on Instagram, Weird History, It Retails Pod, where you guys can find all these sorts of pictures and videos. Yeah. Uh, just last week, well, yeah, about a week and a half ago, um, if you don't follow us on Instagram and, cu- and you're c- curious what the fuck we actually look like, <laughs> we actually, we posted, you know, we posted, and then we had a little mini, mini photo shoot, and we posted it on, on the Instagram, and everyone, everyone's like, this is so, not what we expected. I don't know what y'all expected. We, we said Surprise, it. motherfuckers. We, we said it from the get-go. We're a bunch of beans from Los Angeles. But, but, but I got sorry for that. So if you do decide to check us out, right? Under each picture, there's a quick description, right, of who we are, of just dumb oh, shit describing ourselves, right? If, Three sentences. If you go to our moments, like on our moments. Oh, this is us or these yeah. are you guys. Yeah, so in your stories, the safe stories that you have. Yeah. Right? You go there and it gives us, uh, uh, here, let me give you some comments behind it, some context behind it. So Moses over here texts a group thread saying, hey, give me two or three sentences describing Right, who you are, who you are, it's make it funny, as funny. All right, cool. Immediately, I sent him my two, three sentences. He was the first one to respond. I was the first one to respond. Right, I'm like, cool. He didn't respond. Achi submitted, uh, texted his. He responded to that. So I was like, all right, cool. We're good. Right, the following day, I see the post, (laughs) and it was nothing of what I sent him. He wrote. I, I love, love drama, and I, I, I and fuck? wants to know if you're a monster fucker. Yeah, wants to know you're a monster fucker. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. That was the one time when I, when I asked, would you fuck a mermaid? Now I became that guy who asked, hey, man, would you fuck a monster? I mean, you did it the next episode when we were talking about witches. Because it went back to the topic <laughs> of the fucking mermaid. You guys ever answered the question? In my defense, I was at and work. And he wanted the poll, so. I was at work, so I because I must have had my phone out when you texted me. And then whatever. And then that's when Achi responded. I saw his. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, Ken's fucking responding. And, and I want to, because I, I already had posted mine. Yeah. And then I'm like, fuck, I don't want to post mine and Achi's today. And then like tomorrow's my brother's. I want to post them all together on our story. That way we can have that moment thing saved or whatever. And, and then you can, yeah, I completely butchered <laughs> I completely butchered yours. I responded to me. I was like, yo, so uh, fuck what I said, huh? You're like, what? I'm like, you did not. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And then you were like, yo, can I, I mean, you want me to change it? I was like, nah. I mean, you're right on one part. Do a little drama, but, you know. <laughs> would you yeah. fuck a monster? I mean. Yeah, so if you guys want to know what the fuck we look like, um, go check out our Instagram at Weird, Hist- at Weird History, Eritos Pod, and be surprised. And my fucking. Be uh, surprised. You make it seem like we look fucking. Well, because no one, like, everyone was like, that's like a lot of people were like, that's not at all what I pictured you guys looking like. Well, and to me, my fucking favorite comment was from my buddy Clay, you know, the army veteran dude who's you know, I think super badass, active, right? Yeah, yeah. So he just put discount upon a burning body. A burning body. Upon a burning body is a Texas death corps band full of Mexicans. Ah. And he put it with a discount, <laughs> with a discount version of wow, it. Wow, okay, fuck. I'll take it. Are you the strongest of them all?
I was like, well, like, why? Do you think all of us Mexicans look like? Huh, you fucking superhero, you? He's like, it's not like that. But it's definitely like that. <laughs> I don't know, she made me laugh. But yeah, um, if you guys want, go to our Instagram, Weird History, Irritals Pod. Find, if you guys want, if you guys are curious to see what the fuck we actually look like, some people did not think we were Mexican. People are like, wow, you guys, for whatever reason, I just didn't think you guys were brown people. I'm like, what the fuck have you been listening to? We've said it over and over again. Like, we talk in Spanish. But I don't know. I yeah. guess we don't have typical. I promise you, we look better in person. Not all of us are blessed with being photogenic. Um, some of us better look better in pictures. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, sadly, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> so um, yeah. Thank you guys. As always, thank you for listening. Please, if you guys can, please rate and review us. Um, uh, again, Instagram Weird History Tells Pod. And if you have nothing else to add, thank you guys. And as always, we are the Weird History Eerie Tells Pod. Would you fuck a monster?